Karen parents are forcing me to abandon my boyfriend of six years. It's not my boyfriend I'll abandon. Hmm. So who's she going to abandon then? Everyone else in her life. She's going to run away and only have her boyfriend with her. Her veterinarian, her doctor, her dentist, her, her cousins, her favorite bakery person. Everybody. Everybody's getting abandoned except for the boyfriend. Wow. He's going to have to juggle a lot of hats if that's the case. <laughs> right? He's going to have to bake croissants while filling her <laughs> cavities. <laughs> I love that. Dude, it'll be tricky whenever someone has to show up for like, you know, domestic abuse or something like that. Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Sorry. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that out of there. Cut it. <laughs> Jesus. Man, he really, he really, he really <laughs> shot his shot on that one. Fuck. That one's just for you, editor. You got to cut that or you're, oh. you're toast here. <laughs> All right. I'll try to make a long story short. I am an only child and my current boyfriend and I have been dating for six years, starting when I was 19 and when he was 20. We met at a junior college where we started dating. And after that, we went to different UCs, but within an hour of each other. Interesting. So they went to different uh, universities of California. I believe. Oh, nice. Which is where your boy went for one quarter. <laughs> uh, gotta love it. Uh, my parents met him early on by joining us at dinner. Everything seemed to go well. Then soon after, we went to his parents' house who live about two hours from my parents so I could meet his family. And after learning this, my mom told me how hurt she was that we didn't come back to see them too after they had met together the first time. I expressed that this weekend was just for me to meet his family, but it was clear that she felt almost betrayed by me. You, you, you got your visit, mom. Yeah. You got it. It's like a four hour round trip. <laughs> drive, drive 10 more hours just to see me for five minutes before you go drive 10 hours back home. Like, no, this is, this is too much, mom. <laughs> Fast forward. My parents invite me to our cabin and my boyfriend joins. We take my car because it was already loaded with laundry, etc. And after we arrive, my dad pulls me aside and pretty much quietly yells at me how wrong it is that I drove and that we took my car. He's the man. He should be driving. Blah, 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 blah. What? Your own? Bro, it's, it's one thing to be a freaking sexist asshole, but to your own daughter? Like, come on. Like... <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Oh my God. Um, this started everything going forward on a sour note. The cabin is in Tahoe. It gets cold in the winter. So my boyfriend wore a sweatshirt with his hood up during some of the time at the cabin. My parents to this day cite this as weird and rude as well as a reason that they don't like him. Was he being weird in the sweatshirt too? Or was he just like vibing? Like, <laughs> like was he like... like <laughs> like was he like was he like trying to like rob him just like scoping out the place but like on the inside like this is an inside <laughs> job i gotta i gotta i gotta have the hood up to, just in case i decide to turn around and freaking rob these fools was he like levitating on the floor like his feet weren't touching the ground like what was he doing is he the a dementor like is he trying to suck their souls out of their bodies what's going on here oh my god as we continue our relationship it's clear that my parents don't like him, but they can't really give what I would call good or justifiable reasons. They'll say he's just not a good fit for the family. They don't tell me to stop dating him because they can't. I'm an adult. 
but they do tell me that I need to keep them and him separate. <laughs> wow, that is <laughs> that is bad. Yikes. They don't want to really hear about him, and he's not welcome at their house or cabin. He's never cheated on me, abused me. He has no drug problems, etc., etc. Nothing that a normal parent would cite as a problem. Eventually, it became an ultimatum given to me by my parents. Wow. Wow. They tell me that if you continue to date him, eventually it will be him or us and you will have to choose. Yikes. Dude. It's usually the boyfriend that does that, not the parents. Right? <laughs> God. Like... And we've seen we've seen people with unreasonable parents and in-laws and things of that nature. But wow. Yeah. These parents really just <laughs> I just want to know, like, what did he do wrong? Like, did he like not close the cabinet door or like Riley? He wore a hoodie. I forgot. How, how could you possibly imagine the, the, the horror? I mean, they turn around and instead of seeing, you know, uh, a human's kind face greeting them. They are blocked by a wall of cloth. Disgusting. Well, I, I, I guess I can't relate. Unforgivable behavior. <laughs> <laughs> um, among other things, they would tell me that he'd never be an attorney, which is what he wanted to do. He's a lawyer. <laughs> He's a lawyer. Like, bro, parents are fumbling the bag. Fumbling. Yikes. And they insinuated that he probably wouldn't be much of anything at all. How can you say to someone who's like studying and has the ambition to be a lawyer, you're not going to be anything like, dude, that is like the most like stereotypical, like path to success on <laughs> planet Earth. That is the most tried. And it's like doctor, engineer, lawyer. Like those are the three. What are we doing here? You can't go wrong. The job security is out of this world. Like, it's what are we talking about? After undergrad, I started working at a financial firm. He graduated from an undergrad at UC Berkeley and was accepted to law school across the country. Okay, this guy is going places. <laughs> He's making it happen. He is. He has got like a uh, uh, undergrad and you know some sort of law I'm a law degree or like you know a degree to set him up to be a lawyer. I'm assuming. From UC Berkeley. Like, that is... What is wrong with these parents? Um, we were always very serious about each other and made the decision to do the long distance until he graduated and moved back to California. Ooh. My boyfriend has since graduated from law school, moved home, and took the bar last month. He starts work this October and had a contract since last year. They have known about this as well. So, like, he's basically... Like he's not like okay, he isn't in the big law firm job yet, but he like he's there. He's making he's, steps. He's basically there. He's taking all the steps and 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 making making those moves. Now, six years into our relationship, I call my parents and tell them that we are going to be moving in together. About twenty minutes later, I got a text from my mom saying that she didn't want to rain on my parade, but that this path excludes her and my dad from my future that they love me but they can't be in my life if i choose to be with my boyfriend <laughs> sorry he wore a hoodie he wore a hoodie sorry i can't just look at you with this lawyer and your beautiful family you know being financially supported very well i, I just can't look at it i can't deal with it 
You know what? You're now you're too focused on money. <laughs> you need to stop being so greedy. Okay. You wear, you hide from us. You you instead of burying your soul and opening welcoming us with open arms, you zip up your hoodie of 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 of, of, of solitude and zip us out of your life. And now now you're choosing the law and money over your own flesh and blood. Who should be your family? Like we should be your family, but it's it's you. You're doing this to us. God, how could he? How could she? <laughs> you know, this man is the most despicable person on planet Earth. Like I I I hate him more than the parents, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> oh, I told them that I would never understand. Since then, they have sent me more and more text messages saying stuff like we feel like we're losing our daughter. This is heartbreaking, etc. And all at the same time, including this, that it's my choice and my fault. <laughs> I texted my parents that I thought my boyfriend and I should come over and talk. That texting about this kind of thing is stupid, but not to be patronized or belittled. And if it turned into screaming, then we would leave. My parents then replied that they wanted to see me face-to-face -to, -face to talk, but that my boyfriend isn't allowed. <laughs> We're going to zip him out of our lives. <laughs> anyway, he zipped us out of his. <laughs> my boyfriend even called my father the night of the initial we can't be in your life text to try to talk or meet up and see if there was a way to talk through any legitimate concerns. My dad did not answer and respond until a week plus later, only to text him that they never really ever liked him <laughs> and that he wants to work through it with me alone and it's mine and my boyfriend's fault for not trying to address things earlier. What? You know, you could have taken off the hoodie. <laughs> Years ago, years ago in that cabin, you could have said, you know what? I'm warm enough. <laughs> if you weren't <laughs> yeah, if you weren't so damn cold, maybe, maybe we would love you. Maybe we would warm up to you. But no, you put the hoodie on. That was your choice. If you could just if you could just force your internal body temperature to be regular when it's negative 10 degrees outside, all of this could have been prevented. All would have been solved, but no. Oh my God. Can we change the title of the story to like, my boy, my, my parents want me to dump my boyfriend of six years because he wore a hoodie in a cabin. <laughs> Like that's basically that's basically what the story is that's right all now. we have. We just don't like him. That's all we have, bro. They yeah, they just hate him. They're just stupid. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Riley, we have more reasons. Oh gosh. Among other ridiculous reasons to not like my boyfriend were Berkeley isn't a man's college from my dad. One time in college, my professor lost my final exam. And when I found out via my final grades and was frantically calling her to figure out what had happened, my parents told my boyfriend, see, this is why we didn't want her to have a boyfriend in college. They found ways to blame him for everything. <laughs> why did you force her professor to uh, not send her her grades on time? <laughs> Why did you break into her professor's office and light all of her tests on fire, causing her a delay in grading all of her papers? Wow. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Riley? What? I bet he was wearing a hoodie when he broke into the <sighs> professor's office. Yeah, that would that would check out. Case closed, right? 
The only thing that ever had any merit was that he wasn't working yet. Well, this was because he was going to school to become a lawyer. <laughs> a perfectly reasonable excuse. Oh, apparently marrying someone who makes a lot of money is a bad thing? Question mark. My boyfriend is the nicest, most calm and peaceful person ever. And he loves me more than anything. But apparently their pride is more important than being wrong and just accepting him. I guess I'm just trying to figure out if this is normal or if it's as wrong as it feels to my boyfriend and I. Boyfriend as well as my parents and myself are of the same race, somewhat of the same financial status as well. No important details were left out, I promise. And I wanted to give objective feedback. Please believe me, if there was more, my parents would make it known to me and I would have included it in this post. Riley, we have a big fat update that we are staring down the barrel of. There's but more. We we have to we have to stop. We have to take a pit stop right here. Yeah. What's going on? Dude, I I hate to be this way, but this is pretty real for me because like my ex relationship, their parents didn't like me, and this had a lot of like the same kind of thing was going on. Um, mm. where they were like, We don't think he's gonna, you know, do much, or we don't think like he's gonna make enough money for you. We don't think he's gonna support, have a family to support for you, and just like all these expectations. I was like 20, maybe 19. <laughs> And like, I was just going through school. Like, I didn't know what I wanted to do, really. And I was like figuring it out. But dude, RIP to this bro. Like, ah. Jokes, jokes on their parents. Because you just became the producer of the hottest new podcast in the game. I would. But wow. I would show it to her dad, but he's like pretty old. So I don't think he knows what podcasts are. He's like 70. Yeah, right. He's like, bro, we're almost at a million followers on TikTok. And he's like, what? What's you mean a clock? <laughs> yeah how do you how do people follow a clock <laughs> yeah what, what what's going through your head like there's what could he have done i mean i think we're just dealing with these parents are just completely on planet looney tunes and have just invented this reason i wonder if they're uh a few things pop to mind i wonder if if they're just like no one is good enough for my daughter mm. and they will just badger because think about this guy like it seems like op has like a pretty good head on her shoulders yeah. she's like look he's like the nicest calmest guy ever he's literally studying to be a freaking lawyer going to uc berkeley never treated me wrong in any respect whatsoever so it's like other than him wearing a hoodie what what do they have? I, I don't even hear ick there's no red flags there's no icks there's no beige None. flags like beige flags oh is that a thing yeah yeah Right. Wow, dude, that's a, that's a nice name for a podcast. Beige flags. <laughs> yeah, beige flags, dude. I like that. Um, but yeah, I, I think these parents are just grasping at absolute wispy straws, trying desperately to find something. Maybe maybe they have like this like destructive tendency to just like whatever's going on in their daughter's life or like the big thing. They just want to mess it up and like have a reason. Maybe they're afraid that the boyfriend is going to come between them. And mm. that's why they're like, hey, here's this ultimatum. Like you either get us as parents, which is the craziest ultimatum of all time. I could see. I could see if he was like, 
abusing substances, you know, yeah. uh, gambling all their money away. You know, th there are times and places to be like, you know, you tried a ton of things. I'm trying to get through to my, my, my daughter. It's not working. All right, we got to make an ultimatum. Like, look, we will be here to love and support you and do anything we can for you. But if you stay with this person who's like ruining your life, then we can't yeah, help like you anymore. Extreme that, circumstances. That the most extreme circumstances, right? That is a whole g infinite galaxy away from where we are right now. Yeah. From a soon-to-be lawyer, sweet, nice man, a relationship of, you know, it's seeming seemingly no major issues of six years. Yeah, yeah. The math ain't mathin'. It's really not mathin'. But there's one thing that we can add to this equation, Riley. Oh, you got something for me? The update. <laughs> Give it to me. Like my math pun there. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> so after many hurtful texts from my parents that said that they can't accept my partner and that it doesn't really matter if it's a good fit for me, if he's not a good fit for my family, then it's never going to work. I went over in person to meet with them and pick up my legal documents. They made it clear that my boyfriend was not welcome and that this was a family matter. They needed to speak with only me about it. Clear manipulation, obviously. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I went alone. I'm on my way and I know what I think and how I feel. I'm very sure of what I plan on saying. Thanks to Reddit, I have additional confirmation that I'm not crazy or a wrong or bad person here, but they are in fact in the wrong. Yes. Yes. People coming through. Let's go. But I could see, you know, like literally when you grow up with parents and they're literally molding you from childhood it's so easy i'm sure to be misguided yeah. by your parents complete insanity yeah oh 100 it was strange walking into your parents house and feeling like you're meeting strangers kind of felt like having a 26 year long relationship and being broken up with via text then having to go pick up your crap and memories from your ex's house except that ex is your parents oh <sighs> <laughs> it's over it's over riley what they are done that's like all you've ever known just like gone you know all the memories you had imagine breaking up with your own parents <sighs> dude i couldn't i couldn't even fathom that honestly i have a i have a great relationship with my mother after about an hour of small talk we got into the nitty-gritty convo about the elephant in the room a previous text that week had said, we don't expect to change your mind. We just wanted to talk. But it's clear that this in-person meeting was a last ditch attempt to shake me from my reality and into theirs. They came at me from every angle. He's not a man's man, dad said. I don't respect him. I hate him. <laughs> He's taking me away from the most precious thing in our life. How could you not hate someone like that? <laughs> He's not a man's what? man. Yeah. It's not a lumberjack. A real Here we go. A real man would wear a tank top in the icy tundra of Tahoe. Not, not a jacket like a little bitch. <laughs> now it all makes sense. Ah, uh, Here we go. Um, yeah. Even at some points, my dad was physically threatening him. Uh, what? <laughs> my mom was either agreeing or adding little tidbits and reminders of things that she doesn't like about him. Some of which are things I mentioned in my previous posts about when I want to meet his family and didn't see her and my dad too. Mentioning also that she doesn't like that I made the first move to talk to my boyfriend and not the other way around. <laughs> 
just just any anything they can possibly find yeah, to like yeah. just any random bs you get the gist it was an all out war on my boyfriend they tell me i'm depriving them of a son-in-law they say he is selfish for not breaking up with me years ago when he realized that my parents didn't like him they how are they depriving him of a son-in-law when he literally is the son-in-law <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> They even just started blindly throwing out shots like, I don't even know if he has any friends. Like, WTF, mom and dad, of course you don't know crap about him because you've made me keep my relationship out of earshot for six years. But I digress. It ends up being a three-hour-long conversation where I spoke for all of about five minutes with my heart rate at 150 the whole time. Thanks for reminding me, Apple Watch. Resident Riley, What? how how bad is 150? Is that that's super high, right? It's like basically doing CrossFit for three hours. Like, yeah. Oh, oh like, my God. Like a CrossFit workout's like 160, 170 beats per minute. And 150 is like if you're running. I would say if you're running, yeah. Damn. Just all out sprinting three hours against your insane parents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a half marathon. I do not want to run. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically running the pace of a marathon or 5K, I would say. Yeah. Jeez. They also don't fail to mention a few other shining points, such as we knew you would put this on us, that this is not an ultimatum. We are just reacting to your choices and decisions, was their reply to me saying, this is not my choice. This is an ultimatum you've given me and neither my boyfriend or I want this. We knew you would make us the bad guys because we're not. Hashtag team boyfriend. Any of your friends and family who say we will not come around or it will get better is lying to you and saying what you want to hear. They asked me why they should like or be impressed by my boyfriend. I told them various accolades and dad just replied with, education doesn't impress me. <laughs> I God, this Riley, we're like only halfway through this oh list. My gosh. <laughs> I told them how wonderful he was through some of the toughest times in my life, college, and how he supported and kept me sane when even my parents were coming down on me about how I wasn't doing enough. They said, that's what any boyfriend would do. Um, no, mom and dad, it's not. And the two of you were certainly making me feel worse that entire time. They said because my boyfriend's dad helped him get through school by paying his tuition that he's had everything in life handed to him. Oh my gosh. I don't want no silver spoon I don't want no silver spoon raising my grandbabies. <laughs> How did you not get enough money in high school to go to college? What were you doing? Right? I bet I bet they'll put it, I bet they'll put our grandson in some wimpy hoodie when he gets cold. <laughs> It needs to be cold like a man, baby. I, I love that the alternative to this was he has so much money in student loans. How could he ever support you? Like, that's the alternative to that. Right? God. Dad said, I think your mom is having an epiphany about who you're becoming. Like I'm some monster. <laughs> they said, we feel like you're not listening to us because I'm not just blindly agreeing to break up with my <laughs> boyfriend. <laughs> And dad said, this kind of thing happens all the time as if it makes it normal or justified. At the end, I have to break the news that in between all of the hurtful texts and prior to this meeting, my boyfriend and I signed a lease and are moved in together. 
Nothing they were going to say was going to sway me otherwise. Even they said that. So we had taken the leap and made the move the weekend before this meeting. I commuted about 20 to 30 minutes before the move, and my commute is the same after the move. The only difference is we now live in the same city that my boyfriend, now a new attorney with crazy early and late hours, congrats to Opie's boyfriend, works in. Believe me, I had all kinds of requirements prior to this move. It has to be safe, have an in-unit washer and dryer, safe parking, et cetera, et cetera. And it's only for a year or two while we save money so we can buy a home. Contrary to my parents' belief, I am capable of rational decisions. <laughs> Opie seems like the most like normal, rational person on planet Earth. I told them first that we signed the lease and where it is, you know, to try and lighten the blow that I'm outright disobeying them. They start going off about how, oh, of course, making it easy on him again. They saw me always going to my boyfriend's house as me catering to him, even though the only reason was because we were never comfortable being together at their house. Then, of course, he became essentially banished. <laughs> yeah, how dare you get your own space when we refuse to let your boyfriend come over here? Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> Dude, I can't. <laughs> You need to just, you, there, there's a perfectly, Riley, there's a perfectly reasonable solution to all this. If you want to hang out with your boyfriend, he, you two just have to sit on the sidewalk outside of our house without walking through the door and you can be together that way. The only way, I guess. It's like Romeo and Juliet, but Romeo's <laughs> parents were chill. And Juliet's and, and Juliet's parents were like, why are you wearing a fucking hoodie? Yeah. <laughs> a cloak, excuse me. Gotta be gotta be time historically yep. accurate. <laughs> a cloak. Oh my goodness. So they see this move as me being some smitten teenage idiot, not about how this is a relationship with compromise. They tell me that my commute is going to be brutal and that I'm lying to myself if I think it's not. So I guess that's why she was talking so much about the commute and how it's basically the same. Um, again, I have already been doing it for a week. I know it's not any worse. It's a prettier drive even, but it's clear that I can't slowly ease into it and I just have to rip off the Band-Aid because they are straight up just wrong and trying to convince me that I don't know what I'm talking about. So I say, we've already been doing it for a week. We moved in last weekend. Ooh. Riley, if they didn't like a hoodie, oh. they're going to love the fact that they moved in together without telling them. <laughs> they're going to be they're going to be like, you know what? Forget about this whole hoodie thing. You're right. Congratulations. Congrats. Let's let, let's let's open a bottle of champagne and have a little housewarming for this you. This is all a test. This is all a test. <laughs> could you <laughs> could you imagine, Riley? They just go like Daughter, we have been testing you <laughs> rigorously for the last six years. We have been denying and throwing the most unreasonable and dumb excuses of all time at you. So that way you could be strong and stand up to us. Now you have done the unthinkable and moved into with your boyfriend, which is exactly what you were meant to do. We support you. Let's let's crack open a cold one. Congratulations. Wow. That actually might be worse because then their parents are psychopaths. <laughs> you got to stay in one lane. You can't just do a 180. What do you think the reaction is going to be? Real quick. Real quick prediction. Everyone in the comments right now, what do you think they're going to say? I just think like they're going to lay into it even more and try to do whatever they can possibly to get her to get out of it. 
but like she can't. What what do you think? Like cancel your lease. <laughs> Move out. <laughs> Move out. Pay the year. <laughs> the parents are like, it is literally, it is literally so bad. Like, imagine he wore a hoodie alone with our daughter. Unthinkable. Pay get an advance on your entire salary. Pay your rent just to get out of there. Wow. That, That's yeah. the prediction. Yeah, that yeah, that <laughs> seems about right. Yeah. <laughs> They are just dumbfounded, lol. Like, I thought you guys said you weren't planning on changing my mind, so why so surprised that I went ahead with my choice? <laughs> my mom starts crying. My dad keeps saying, oh, yeah, effed up, kid. It's about 10 p.m. at this point. So now that they know I have a slightly longer drive home, they are kind of sweeping me out the door so I can get home before it gets too much later. Uh, you, you drive five more minutes. The traffic is just going to, it's just going to go crazy. You know, two more miles. It's just, it's just too much. It's just to get, get out of here. Get out of here. <sighs> My mom gives me this big sobbing hug. At this point, I've run out of tears. I was crying throughout the entire conversation, <sighs> but at this point was just over the BS, which you should be. Yikes. My dad, who rarely even tells me that he loves me, gives me this awkward, desperate hug that just kind of makes me roll my eyes. I get in the car and drive home, just totally exhausted and confused. Truthfully, they did a good job of again, making me question my own thoughts and choices. But I got home and just start spilling everything they said to my boyfriend. He's not surprised, but as I said in my last post, he remains Swiss as in neutral as freak in all of this and doesn't say anything crappy about them. I mean, that takes a lot of my, my boy is a good one. Damn. I don't know if I'd be uh, so generous. No, I'd definitely be dropping some jokes or something. Right? At least, at least letting a joke fly here yeah. there. Come on. He, he needs to let out a little steam after all of this freaking <laughs> madness. He just holds me close and lets me vent. Oh, he's a keeper. He's a keeper. A kind lawyer, Riley. <laughs> Wife him now. Wow, that is rare. Right? <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, something else that came up during our lovely three-hour discussion was my anxiety. I previously shared with them that I think they are a huge source of it and had been throughout my childhood as well. Prior discussions have always gone nowhere. You had it so easy. We don't ask that much of you, etc., etc. All we ask is that you dump your boyfriend in six years because <laughs> his clothing is too warm. That is literally all we want. Is that too much to ask? Is that too much? <laughs> God. So I brought it up again in this discussion, how my parents are a huge source of anxiety and my boyfriend is a calm rock in all of it, that I'm so grateful that he's such a great partner. My dad screams at me, how he never laid an effing hand on me and how he was physically disciplined as a child. And he just can't own that they could have had anything to do with me being an anxious person. Yeah, I, I, I didn't beat you as a child. <laughs> Give me the parent of the century award, please. Physical abuse um, and emotional abuse are not the same. Come on. He even says, you need effing therapy. Like, yes, dad. Thank you. I sure do. And also, F you. Also, I said, I had a hard time swallowing that I had anything to do with your anxiety. You're going to have to work out those demons with yourself. All of this to say, the answer you've all waited for is that I have moved in with my boyfriend. I'm keeping my mom and dad at arm's length 
And also I have started therapy. It's 26 years of emotional abuse and narcissism to unpack and learn from, but I'm working through it. Hey, congratulations, Opie. That I, I am truly happy you've broken out of their freaking messed up matrix. So that is, that is awesome news. Um, the guilt tripping and lack of boundaries is so real and has been real for forever. I know my situation isn't as bad as others and is also worse than others. But for all of you out there in similar situations, seek therapy. It is really a good thing. There's so much behavior to unlearn and grow from. Even if you don't think it's bad and that you're doing fine, see a therapist if you can. I wholeheartedly agree. Your abusers have learned behavior too. They have learned how to get you and how to manipulate you, whether it's vindictive or not. They have learned how to make you do what they want and think what they think, and then they know how to make you feel horrible about doing anything differently. Seek counsel and family and friends whose advice you trust. Seek therapy and above all, trust yourself. I still get very emotional about all of this. It's still a very fresh wound. I mourn the relationship I had with my mom and the one I will never have with my dad. My health is definitely suffering at the moment from all of the stress, but I'm working on getting my mental health back and I know my body will follow. Breaking the wheel is hard and terrifying. It's like being a crate trained puppy forever and finally being allowed to go outside, but outside is unknown. The crate is all you know, and even though you know the crate is confining and freedom is in front of you, it's all so unfamiliar, uncertain, and frightening. You know what's behind you, and it's easy to want to run back to it. But no matter what is in front of you, it's better than the crate. The crate is not living for yourself, it's living for someone else. So go out and make your own life. Oh my God. Hold on. Ooh. Jeez, another freaking round of applause. Ha, oh, OP. Wow. I'm proud of you, OP. That was, took a lot. Yeah, that she saw through all that and she like still stayed like focused and didn't like veer off to what they said. That That takes a lot of courage. And also like, you know, I, I think at this point, it's totally fine to be like, hey, I kind of can't have you guys in my life unless you're willing to, you know, come to reality and, yeah. and see reason. And it seems like she's like, I am not going to, you know, let them interfere anymore and, and keep them at an arm's length. Like she's still being very reasonable and, and fair to them, I think. I think her exact words were something like keeping them at an arm's length. Yeah. So, you know, I really, you know what I would really love to know is what the boyfriend thinks in all of this yeah because he's the one could you imagine for six years i mean well maybe you can <laughs> imagine a little bit but uh for six years of this going on and happening like yeah dude it it's it's tough i have a friend that is actually I, it just popped in my head she's actually going through this same thing except for they're in the doctor path and not the lawyer path that's the only difference and yeah it, I feel Whoa. so bad because I know I know her parents and her parents are like super awesome and super great, but they're very like conservative. And she's like she's like on this other side where it's like, you know, I'm a great person. He's a great person. Like I already I'm on the path trying to be a, a doctor or something like that. And they just and he she wants to move in with him and um, they just aren't having it. Dude, this is a whole nother Reddit story. But like her dad tried to pay her money to like get her to stay. But she was like. I, I'm not, I'm moving, I'm moving. I can't do this. I feel really bad for her, but like she basically, wow. 
had to do it. Like, I think they've stayed together the, the same amount of time, like four or five years too. But yeah, it, wow. it sounds so similar to what she's going through. And she just went through it. And it's so hard to see because you know these people and they're like, they're great people. But like, yeah. it's just beliefs and stuff. They just don't, ah, crazy. It sounds like, it sounds like the uh, those parents, it's like every most everything seems good. But then there's this one area where you know, it, it kind of g- gets thrown out the window a little bit. OP's parents were just like straight, <laughs> straight sucked yeah. the whole way through. You know what I mean? You know what? Those parents and OP's parents should get together and start a subreddit for how to manipulate your children <laughs> into doing what you want. Because I think that the, if they started a podcast on how to successfully manipulate your children, I mean, all the narcissists and all these people out there would be like, this is a banger. <laughs> you gotta listen to this episode. Dude, <laughs> they dropped some fire on this one, guys. Go, <laughs> go like and subscribe. <laughs> Oh my God. Um, but on the real, let's let let's let's break it down. So, you know, we had OP. Shout out to OP. I think mm-hmm. she really like broke through all the noise, seeking therapy, figuring out for herself uh what, what she wants and kind of like building and work going into the unknown, like she said. Um with the boyfriend and they're probably going to have an incredible successful relationship. I mean, he's literally a freaking lawyer from UC Berkeley. Like what, what, what are we, what are we even what talking else, about here? What else more do you want? Yeah. I guess lesson of the day is uh, if you're, if your parents don't like hoodies, just, just cut and run, man. Just, just, just end it. Cut it out. Cut it get out. out of there. <sighs> but you know what? I don't want to get out of Riley. What's that? this episode because we have one final story for (laughs) y'all. My mom lied and let me believe my cat was missing for two months. I am furious at her. Am I the a-hole? Two months. I mean, here's the question, Riley. What is it? She could have let her believe it was missing for three months. Oh, four months. She was so kind that she was like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you in on this. I'm I'm not going to drag it out for another three, four, five, six months. No, no, no. Just two months. That's that's all I'm gonna do. It was just a prank, bro. Just a, just just a <laughs> solid eight weeks. Wow. Um, and this one it was submitted to our slash OKOP show, baby. Who did it? So, Who did it? Big shout out to Yobi Two Thousand, aka Lil Udon. Thanks for sending in a story again. And actually, Riley, if if they want to submit a story, where can they send it in? Oh, if you would want to submit a story, please go to r slash OKOP show. Put in that nice title. Put in those words and we will read it because I read every single one of them. That's right. Riley is the gatekeeper. He is the man that will decide if a story gets on this podcast. Make me laugh and I'll put you on here. Make me cry. Yeah, maybe uh and I'll put okay, yeah. take that back, take that back, take that back. Don't make me cry. Don't make me laugh. <laughs> Fuck. And 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 ladies, you know, if you're trying to get on this podcast, you know, I mean, he's single, he's he's moving to Los Angeles. So I I'm not saying put your number at the bottom of the story, but I am saying that. Yeah. Or you can even call us and or slash text us your number and be like, hey, what's good? And what is that number, John? Four four zero five zero eight six five six seven. Without further ado, let's get into the story. Nice. Boom. Love that. Um, Lil Udon here. What's up? Good to see you again. Sigh. I cannot seem to catch a break. Mm. Around two months ago, my fluffy cat, Cashew, great name, went missing, or so I thought. Mm. I assumed he had gotten through a hole in my mom's floor, and I've spent the last two months calling out for him 
hoping he would come back. What? God. A hole? A hole in the floor. A hole so in the casual. floor, Riley. He's gone. Say what? That, that's just so casual, just mentioning like that there's a hole in your in your mom's floor. <laughs> All right. Just the sponge that is the bedrock of my mom's house's foundation. Um I would come into my mom's room late at night and cry that I had failed him and wondering if I was just a bad cat mom. Oh. About a month and a half ago, I got more worried because we got the hole fixed. My oldest cat, two plus years old, is a male cat named Chiron, also got out. And I found him in our yard right next to the house, gone. He had been poisoned by a neighbor down the street who began to leave out a bowl of water with rat poison in it to keep the strays out of his trash. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. That is, oh, my God. Um, Losing Chiron devastated me, and I spent a day crying on my mom's bed that I had failed to protect my babies and that I didn't deserve my cats. I repeatedly questioned if I should surrender my other cats to a shelter, but ultimately did not because one of them is brain damaged and three of them are black cats, so they would not do well in a Mm. shelter. Oh, man. OP's... God, jeez, Will Udon. Oh, my heart goes out to you. My mom never said a word to me until today. For contact, about two and a half months ago, a couple incidents occurred, and long story short, my older biological sister is legally not allowed to be less than a hundred feet away from me, nor is she allowed to contact. Oh my goodness. Well, Will Udon, if you want to ever share that with us. You know where to reach us. Um, However, she had been holding some of my stuff hostage in her trunk until I agreed to pay for half of a storage unit I had zero legal claim to. She and my youngest biological sister dropped the stuff off while I was at work and went to get some of my older biological sister's things, which technically means she can't come back because the judge banned her from my mom's property for two years aside from the one day she had to collect her stuff. Yes, what she did to me was that bad. Apparently, when they went to collect older sister's things, younger sister saw Cashew and wanted him. Oh my God. Put ICU if you Mm. see what is about to go down in the comments right now. Um, They both made my mom promise not to tell me, and my mom let them take him. Oh my God. You've got to be kidding me. I only found out today because their mother wanted him gone and my mom felt a shred of guilt. She says she did nothing wrong because she couldn't stop them, but she snapped at me when I told her she could have told me sooner. Yeah, you could have. First of all, yes, you could have stopped him. You could have been like, no, that's not your cat. And no, I'm not going to lie to OP about it. Yeah, you know, and B, you could have told her. Like, hey, your sisters took your, at a bare minimum, if they just like, you know, like, no, and like, you know, did some covert operation to steal the cat in the middle of the night or whatever, at least be like, yo, I'm, your sisters took your cat. Like, yeah, yeah. Especially after her other cat was poisoned? Dude, you gotta, you gotta like tell her these things. You can't be, you can't have a delay in message with this kind of stuff. <laughs> Good golly. Um, this isn't, this isn't a text you can mark on red guys. <laughs> this is not a freaking, what are we doing? <laughs> she says she never lied to me, but I told her she let me believe he was missing or dead 
even after seeing what losing Chiron did to me, 1 million percent facts. Like the mom knows what, what happened. Like it's 10 million times worse. Uh, she told me that she made her promise and I snapped at her. What kind of monster are you that you would let me believe my cat was dead after you let them take him because you promised them you wouldn't tell me? Am I that unimportant to you and that my tears and my pain mean nothing to you? When I finally got back to him, she went, are you happy now? And I said, how could I possibly be happy that I'm living with such a lying empathic snake? Ooh. Damn. Gosh. That is OP's dropping the hammer, which is deserved. Um, she told me to shove my animosity up my ass, and I told her to go to hell. I do not have the money to move out right now, and this is currently the only place I am legally safe for my older sister for the next 21 months. Ooh. She knows this and has told me if I want to stay, I need to shut my mouth and leave her alone about it. My only option is to bite my tongue until I can get enough money to move far away where neither her or older sister can reach me and not let either of them know where I am. I feel so hurt and betrayed, and the way my autism affects me, it feels like I can't process any of it at once. Mm. It keeps hitting me in waves, and I don't know how to feel. She is providing me shelter and not charging me rent until I get on my feet. But I feel like what I don't pay in money, I pay for with my mental health. She's hurt me in so many ways over time and recently, but this one just feels like a dull, rusted knife through my heart, and I don't know how to move past it. Oh, dude. Well, Udon, you are part of the OK fam. Let's let's get some some hearts in the comments and maybe just take a second to write a, a sweet, thoughtful message to the little Udon and show show our show our love. I am so sorry that you're going through this, little Udon. And you know, I think even though your mom is giving you a place to stay and is like, you know, not charging you rent or whatever, I think this can often be done as a means of like having something to hold over you. You know what I mean? And it's like, hey, I don't make you pay rent. I'm doing all this stuff for you. Blah, 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 blah. You know, you should, you know, listen to me. Let me do what I want, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but you definitely don't deserve that behavior. And yes, I think you're right. Your mom is almost like making you pay for it with all of this BS that she's putting you through. Um, especially after your first cat, my yeah, God. gosh, um, I am at least glad that she found the cat. Yeah. Right. Like it might be with a horrible person, but like it's still alive, you know? Yeah. The cat is still alive and is with OP. It seems at least OP, OP, a little Udon should start like a cat, a TikTok cat channel. Dude, dude, dude. Fun fact. I met a guy at a bar yes. that has a TikTok cat channel. Like legit, it's just a cat doing so I forget what it was, but he had like millions of views, had his own merch, and like said he it keeps the water running. And I was like so shocked. So it's doable. <laughs> like little Udon, do that. Run that up. Who do do you remember the cat? Can we give a shout out? Dude, it was so late at night. I feel bad now. <laughs> I gave him my number. I said we should talk. So that's on him for not reaching back out to me, because I would remember if we did talk again. But Dude, he just missed out For on real, impressions right? right there. Dang. R.I.P. Dude. Wow. <laughs> what a what a missed freaking opportunity right there. Yeah, but it was um, just random. But yeah, OP, that that's crazy though, that you would run into a random like catfluencer <laughs> in the wild. In were you in Knoxville? Knoxville at a bar. Wow. Maybe it's the hub of cat content. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> that that random person just like 
that that person is the OKOP. <laughs> uh, like what OKOP is to the like Reddit stories, that person is to the cat <laughs> cat content. Wow. Well, OP, we're sending all of our love to you. Hope to hear from you again. I know, I know, I know, Lil Udon, you've sent us some stories in the past. Hoping things turn around. Maybe try some cat content. Who knows? And if any of you watching want to submit a story of your own, head over to our slash OKOP show. We would love to hear from you. Love to share some advice. Or if you just want to hear us read your story because we love doing it. Big, big old Riley will lift up that big rusty gate and let you in. I promise. And if you want to call us, you can call us at 440-508-6567. Love you, Lil Udon. Love you, every single one watching this, including Riley. And we'll Aww. see you next time. Love you, too. This is an episode from Deep Within the Archives. Time for OKOP Rewired. I refuse to give any of my inheritance to my affair baby sister to save her life. Am I the a-hole? I mean, is she going to die? You know, hey, she's an affair baby. Sister, <laughs> I always like when we have these uh, these multiple relationships and like like family and friendship dynamics. I'm like, what what is actually going on here? Yeah, and I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we we are about to. So when I was 25, we found out that my father had been cheating on my mother for years, and he had a seven year old daughter with his mistress. Wow, we're coming out of this story swinging. Yeah, we are uh, start, starting off with a, with a bang over here. In one split second, the happy family I knew was completely gone, and I went through one of the darkest times in my life. Yikes. Whew. Rough. My parents divorced, and per their prenup, my mother walked away with most of their assets since she also contributed more to the family income, and she never forgave my dad for what he did and never talked to him again though she grudgingly allowed me to have whatever relationship I wanted to have with him. I eventually forgave my dad, mostly just because I was tired of carrying so much anger and so much hurt in my heart. I talked to him, but I want nothing to do with his mistress or my half-sister, the affair baby. The affair baby. Yeah. Like, why you got to be so mean to the affair baby? The affair baby didn't do anything. I th I understand maybe being mad at the mistress, but the affair baby, come on, caught, caught in the cross. Hey, you're catching shrapnel. I'm sorry. I'm I'm I'm, I'm shooting. I'm shooting, and you're, you're catching shrapnel against it's, the affair, affair baby. It just John hates affair babies. John <laughs> likes to shoot shrapnel <laughs> into affair babies. You heard it here first, folks. In 20 years, there's going to be like the whatever Twitter is in the future, and it's going to be like John Fry like shooting babies. <laughs> Do Cancel you him want now. him to be your next governor? <laughs> yeah. Say no to John Fry. That's right. Baby shooter. <laughs> the baby shooter. Um, my mother passed away last year and left me everything. Oh, wow. She got all of her inheritance, her money, her real estate assets, her business, which I now own and operate. Whoa. Like we're talking everything, everything. assets, assets yeah. over here. And like the mom was the richer of the two. So she, okay. Her mom wow. had fat assets, fat, mm -hmm. big old jiggly assets, <laughs> <laughs> but doink a doink. Mm -hmm. I'm in a relatively comfortable financial position while my dad is getting by. Yikes. Daddy's poor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but at least he's got his mistress, though. He's young hey, at hey. heart. He's got his mistress and he's got his affair, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good to go. He's young at heart and in the wiener. <laughs> got that young dick. Uh, that young cock. <laughs>
right. Uh, he was never a good businessman on his own and has lost a lot of money on businesses that just later went belly up. Yikes. This year, my half-sister was diagnosed with a life-threatening illness, and she has been in the hospital for the last four months. The bills are mounting, and my dad came to me for help because they are now in a situation where they are finding it difficult to come up with the money for my sister's treatment. Oh, jeez. So basically, like, if she doesn't get treated, then she dies. It, that's what it's at. This is a really, 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 wow. really, really tough situation. The thing is, I don't want to use my mother's money to pay for the treatment of the child her husband had with this other woman. Even though it's not my half sister's fault, I like how she keeps saying like half sister. Half sister, like, yeah, just know. sticking it in. Um, it feels so unfair when I think that the money worked so hard for all her life will go to a child that neither my mother and I have any responsibility towards, and the very same child of the man and the woman who hurt her so so much. I'd really rather use it to grow her company and let my dad and my half sister's mother figure out how to get money for the treatment. They are her parents after all. And the only thing tying her to me is my father saying she is your sister. And if she dies because she doesn't get the treatment she needs, would you be able to sleep at night? So the question That's is some emotional manipulation right there. Massive emotional manipulation. Yikes. So the question is, am I the a-hole? Oh God. This is this that is, is one of the one of the hardest because it's so cut. Yeah, and it's dry. like the trolley problem. It's like, you know, right. like if you don't pull the switch, are you still are you murdering someone even though you you know, like, well, like, except this, no, no one's the trolley one is like you, like, what does it kill? Like one unhealthy person or yeah. three healthy people or whatever that is. Uh, this, but it's like, there's also the other trolley problem. If it's like, if, if you like, or yeah, so well, but there's that way. If you kill right. like one or 10 people, but it's like, if you move it, are you still, are you res now responsible right. for killing the one person? Right. Right. Whereas if you just let it go, you're killing 10 people, but. But you're also, I guess you're also responsible because you have the power to, but basically like OP has the power to save a life and it's like, do you do it? And are you morally responsible? But on a, also on a darker note, like everyone kind of has the power to save a life like every day. Like if you donate to like one of those malaria foundations, right. like yeah, you could literally, you could literally save, save a life, life. Yeah. today, today, right uh, now. It sounds like we're doing an yeah, ad. It literally for, sounds like we're doing the infomercial <laughs> where it's like five cents can save this child, <laughs> give water for a year for this child. Literally. Um, um dude, so, this, yeah, I, it's, it, this is, I think one of the toughest, like moral quandaries yeah. we've had on the show. Like it's, it's either way is kind of, super fucked because honestly she is i get the situation and i'm not saying that she's totally responsible for her but that is her half sister so it's yeah. not like the only thing tying it to her is the dad's like words it she is related to her yeah which doesn't necessarily mean anything but it doesn't mean nothing yeah yeah it, it there there's definitely ties yeah and i think like as fucked up as you know like the dad's question is like are you going to be able to live for yourself like I think that's a valid question. It kind right? of, yeah. Like it's like, don't do it for anyone else, right? Do it like, will you act, if you don't do this, will you regret it? Will you be able to live with yourself? Yeah. And if you're like, fuck, if I care, I don't really care, then maybe, maybe that's that, that, that tells you something. But if you actually look at it and are like, 
man, maybe I will regret this. Then, then you probably should, should help. I would. Yeah. Like, I feel like OP knows what she wants to do, but like, I would just be lost. And it's also like, you you're, you're kind of going against your mother's memory too. You know, in, in what way? Oh, oh, by, by doing it, by, by giving, yes. by give, like if you were to give all this money away, right. You're, you're to the affair, baby. Yeah. But I, you know, I think there's, I, I actually do think there is a middle ground here. Like, I think, I think the, um, mm. what, what OP could do is she, like, like, I feel like OP is framing it. Like she to help her dad and this affair baby she has to give away the entire fortune. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. I, I can't imagine that's true, but even if it is, let's say it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the middle ground is like, like here, let me, let me, let me give you like 25, like 50 K um, to keep going, but she doesn't have to sell the business to. Yeah. To help, or, like, or sell the, the real estate or anything. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe she could, she, what she probably should do is like, look, in order to get this amount, you need to like, you know, start a GoFundMe, like get like figure out, figure out the the absolute most the both of you can do with this. I'm going to give you this amount once you get all that, like the gears running and and then I'm out like yeah. this. This is not my responsibility or problem. So, but yeah, but I do want to like, I do want to help in some way. So yeah, I don't want to just leave her defenseless. So, but damn complicated situation Yep, for sure. This shit is hard. You tried delivering a five-star podcast. Make it easier on Mama Sam. Go to OKOP's profile page, click about, then rate it five stars. Okay, okay, now push! Congratulations, Sam. You have a beautiful five-star podcast. Thank you, listener.